Thank you so much for joining us today for the Northgate Review Podcast, where we take a look at the sermons that were given in our Sunday services. Today, me and PLD have a lot of fun, so thank you for joining us, and let's go. It's that time of the week. We're going to have a conversation. Northgate Review. Hey, this is our new jingle. We talked about it last week. That we, we just wrote a it. song. That was. Yeah, that's the spirit. It just overcame me. Like we, that's, the, that's the tune. Oh that's how goodness. Elevation writes music. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was me. Yeah. I hey, that. that was beautiful, man. Good morning, afternoon, evening. Good. How about just good? Good to have you on the podcast. Welcome, with us. friends. Welcome. Yeah. Hey, welcome to you, John. Welcome John. to you, PLD. Here yeah, we John, go. John. I t- here's the deal. I've I've got it figured out. You've embraced uh, it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'll take PLD. Whatever. I'm just over it. I, I'm giggling at because people. It's endearing. Because it they love kind of, you. Whatever. Okay. So, anyways. Because I'm PLD. No. I'm dynamite. <laughs> okay. You're Continue. you're going backwards. That's Continue. like taking a step forward <laughs> and three back. Um, I just want to officially announce to everyone that we're gonna have a name for you. Oh, go ahead. I'm yeah. sure it'll catch on like wildfire. Yeah, it's John John. Yeah, you think that's gonna? No, do it's it. John John. I'm this next week when uh, I talk from the stage, I'm gonna be like, man, John John gave a great message last week. I'm sure everybody's been calling me Banks on uh, social media because of my shirt from yesterday. Yeah, it. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. I don't know why you highlighted it so it's just, much. It's just a cool thing to do. You went from a buck to banks. Oh, I didn't even see that. You see what I'm now. doing? Subliminal messages. Yeah. First, I start with a buck and I put it did in the Did you actually bring the buck out on the napkin? I did. There was a napkin <laughs> on the you? table. Nobody saw it, but there was a napkin with a buck on the table. <laughs> What's the background story behind that? That's a funny one. It was just that I had <laughs> the last time I taught, I was wearing a t-shirt that had a buck on it. Yeah. Bull Valley Restaurant, Port Costa, great food. Oh, they are not sponsoring not us, a but sponsor. you're welcome to. We'll give you another 20 seconds. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Bull Valley in Port Costa. No, stop. They haven't, they haven't sponsored us yet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the voice you're gonna get though, Bull Valley. So you just you send that check over, and we'll we'll uh, announce you guys on here. Yeah, so I wore the shirt because it's just a great shirt, and uh, you know I got some comments about the the buck, and then Larry walked into the. Yeah, I was getting uh, ready to go to San Francisco. To walked teach into over the there. green room, and I was in here kind of rehearsing, practicing, and there was a napkin with a buck on it. And yeah, here, which I, I don't looked know where and I said, from. "Oh, no buck today in your shirt." Instead, just an, an inks. Yeah, that's why I had to clear it up. <laughs> yeah, so I said here. You want to keep the power, and so we put the napkin just on the table yeah. teaching so he could see it and feel the power of the buck. Yeah, the power of the buck. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about greed later, the power of the buck. Oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway. Well, that was a, the first rabbit hole of the day. We're going to try to get right to the point, Bucks friends. to banks. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> thanks thanks for joining us. I, oh, to circle back to where we were. Yeah. Good luck with John, John. I think uh, there's a dear lady at our church, Misty Williams. She was a... She she coined the nickname John John for me, but it's endearing because she's a dear friend of mine, Hi, and John I'm okay John. with it. Yeah, I don't think there's gonna be John John. There's a specific group of people that will probably call me that. What about JJ? But that yeah, JJ, I'm fine with. I'm fine with any nickname you throw at me. Really? I've okay. been I've been J Dub. You can call me PJ Dub. You can call me John John. Call me Banks. You can go real left and just be Kirk. <laughs> Why not? Why not just get off the Don't spectrum? Don't say my middle name. <laughs> Your middle name is the same as my name. I know. My first name. A couple of Larrys here. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. We, that's what this should be, the podcast. Larry Larry's, and Larry. Oh, Larry we were, squared. But we actually did do that and uh, for Summer Rama, remember that? With the kids. We are Larry yeah, and was, Larry. No, it was, it was Larry and other Larry. And your other Larry, right? I don't remember, <laughs> but we were both Larry and that was weird for both of us. All right. Well, but hey. there was other Larry. Like, hey, other Larry. I'm trying to remember how we actually talked. I don't know, because you do better voices than me, and I don't do voices. <laughs> you can well. do a voice. You did one. You're going to do another plug for the Plush Clan? If you want to see Larry's no, voices. No, 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 no. <laughs> Find it on, on YouTube. Not a sponsor. Um, <laughs> so let's get into it. We let's had a good weekend. Let's just start throwing them up on the Northgate one, just occasionally. Just just pepper in a Plush Clan in the yeah, middle of the stories. Yeah, they'll be like, wait, is this part of the sermon series? Nope. <laughs> Nope, it's not. That is gonna happen. That is gonna happen. Oh my goodness. Hey, so yeah, great weekend. A lot of fun. You were in SF. Yeah, I was here. Yeah, dude, it's a great weekend. Really good stuff. Yeah, the uh, just a great continuation 
of this conversation that we're getting into. You um, talked about, um, what did you talk about? <laughs> Gluttony? <that laughs> oh, one? yeah, that one. Yeah, I like how you went, oh, Larry just gave me all the stuff he didn't want to talk about. And Which is, don't act like it's not true. No, oh my goodness. You did, You killed that stuff. Man. I pulled out does, my glasses and I said, let's buckle up in the how library. Does, how Here does, we go. Let's just be honest. How does the big guy talk about gluttony today? <laughs> how does the little guy underneath his boss talk about gluttony? Oh my gosh. Yeah, whatever. I was in San Francisco teaching, so you were here teaching here. Yeah, it was a good time. It was, it was fantastic. That was... Um, I think both of our, that was our last time teaching on this series because mm-hmm. we do have a special guest. Oh man, stop, stop it. No, I was going to do a guess. Like I'm going to guess what it oh, is. Special guess. What's your special <laughs> guess? What's your special guess, Kurt? I think you're going <laughs> to, I think you're going to release hundreds of spiders. Hmm. I had a little girl come up to me on Sunday after my message and she said, did you know that spiders were believed to have souls in India and Hinduism. What was your answer? I said, man, I wish you were here seven weeks ago when we started talking about this. <laughs> I'm sure I could have pulled something out of that. It would have, my answer just would have been no. You didn't know that? Nope. I was just shocked that she knew that. She also told me uh, she quoted a Bible verse to her parents before I read it. She had already known it from our kids' ministry, which was really cool. That is pretty cool because yeah. you just learned it that week. Yeah, it was a really, really cool thing where her parents were like, she knew it already, and mm. you were about to read it. Mm. I was like, this is really cool. And then she told me the spider stuff, and I was like, you're really smart. You're going to be in our next uh, planning meeting when we do a sermon series. This is a plug. Dig. Kids digging into God. <laughs> they are a sponsor. They are a sponsor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was a really Shout cool thing. Shout out to all our children's workers. Hey, yeah. you're making a difference. That's that's just kind of actually cool to hear. Like, yeah. those of you who serve in that area, you, you are investing into something, and there is fruit. Yeah, that's huge fruit that this kid can sit in there and be engaged and already know it's all rolling together. I love it. Yeah. So gluttony, man, love the way that um, you set it up and explained it and really landed um, well with. Um, just the difference of being full and hmm. making sure you make space hmm. overall, you know, just summarizing yeah. quickly your 30 minute convo. Yeah. Um, hey, you, you know, you talked about mine the other week. I'll say this is, this is probably one of your best that I liked. Hmm. Thanks, that I man. Re- yeah. I really liked, um, I got a lot out of it. It hmm. challenged me in some really healthy ways. Yeah. Yeah. It did. hundred percent. Thanks, man. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, and then we can unpack that over the next few minutes too and in yeah. kind of those steps. But so you decided to really focus on um well, you you focus specifically on the verses about sexual morality or your mm-hmm. body being a temple. Why did those you choose that? Um so everything I found on gluttony was about food. Um and I I gluttony is food. We talked about that on Sunday, and I wanted to without only talking about food, I want to talk about more. And so as I went down that, uh, that path of like gluttony is slavery, which it is, even if it is food or it's whatever it is in your life, I was trying to think of like, what are some huge things that so quickly trap us as like a culture right now? Like in sexuality is a huge way that we're all being trapped, which whatever your view of it is. So I loved that that passage in Corinthians talked both about food and sexuality. I love that it talked about how it's slavery to let your desires dictate what you choose to do, which in my opinion is gluttony. That's the number one thing we talked about on Sunday. So that was a really interesting thing. And then I think I heard it from a guy uh, down south, Skip Heitzig, Calvary Chapel pastor. I was listening to one of his sermons on gluttony, which was really cool. It was all about food. And uh, that was one of his points was like being full of the Holy Spirit, which is the last verse. And he's saying, um, like, if you're too full from food, you can't be full of the Spirit. And I thought, well, there's actually way more in that right there. Sure. You should have made that a bigger point. Because um, that's, I've always, I've always thought about that. Why are we so full on all our stuff? Why am I so full on all my stuff that I can't do more for the church? I can't do more for the kingdom of God. Because I, I have so much in my life. My dad, for instance, he does so much stuff for the church, but that in and of itself has become something that he's filled himself up on. Mm -hmm. So he's had to carve out like 
he does so much serving and he does really great stuff, but he's having to say, well, I hope he's learning that he will eventually. You got to say no to some of this stuff that might still be good because you still need to have your own personal time with God. Well, yeah. And we've, we've teased out some of these ideas in the past, especially over the last couple of weeks as we've seen how much kind of play in each sandbox they are yeah. with one another. Um, that good things can become very unhealthy things, yeah. you know, like the quickies example of being a gym rat. You yeah, know, working out can be really good. Yeah, until it's taking up in large in, chunks of your week. Yeah. yeah, or taking away from the community aspect, community mm-hmm. with God, community with others, which starts out as a really good intention thing and can actually yeah. become an unhealthy habit. Yeah. Well, that was, that was my point about raising, it was hard to communicate that. The only way I could do it was with those stories, but that baseline shift that it does. I mean, I could have given a thousand examples in my life of where sure. that baseline just raised yeah. and all of this stuff. Like it's ridiculous. The first time you wear a different pair of shoes that aren't that one pair, then you're like, I can wear two different pairs of shoes in a week. I need to have three pairs of shoes. I need to have four. I wore the same pair of shoes my whole life. I've never thought what you just said. Really? By the way, yeah. <laughs> well, like, it's a subliminal thing. Like, I, literally, I wore the same pair of shoes every single day. Yep. And then when I got out and I was and I realized, I get to have options now because I'm buying my own stuff. Uh-huh. But then that became slavery. I feel bad in the same week if I wear the same pairs of shoes every single day. I'm like, you're just lazy this week. You're not even trying to look good. That's so. That's the dumbest thing in the world. That's slavery to fashion. And sure. You're like, that's, that's so gross. That's like the stupidest little example. But um, yeah, there's so many things that I could have said. It just wants to keep raising that of what you need to survive. Mm. And that's what hunger is in and of itself, too. You keep filling up. The more you stretch your stomach, the more you need to be full. Right. So where you landed was this uh, idea of worship mm-hmm. and um, surrender, getting rid of something, adjusting and mm-hmm. reprioritizing, which is seek first, mm-hmm. right? Do this first, not something else, and then add to. Yeah. Um, you didn't say this, but like for my own spirit when I was listening, yeah, yeah. and um, I'd, I'd gotten to get some of it yesterday, and I actually I actually sent you a text. I thought that was though, to somebody else. No, it was to you, <laughs> but it was like, you said this to me, or God's spirit kind of spoke to me. Now it makes sense. Through you in this way, and uh, so I kind of gave him well done. So I just said, life uh, this life is about dying daily, not trying daily. And then I was just like, great line, bro. Well done. <laughs> when you sent me that, I was like, great line. I didn't say that. Are you, that's did exactly, you mean to text somebody else? No, hundred <laughs> percent. That's exactly what you were saying about like, it's not about trying to seek uh, mm. or trying to no, add in you. something. Um, and because you're just doing all these other things and we're unwilling to give yeah. it up the fullness, yeah. the, the things we're participating in. Um, but it's about dying first yeah. to self desires, the fullness mm. needing to be satisfied immediately just for a moment. Right. Yeah. Not, not the unreal expectations of it, but just for a moment. Um, and then that's like worship that mm. creates the space for worship instead. Um, and I felt like you did a really good job of explaining this um, where I took it. Like I said, it challenged yeah. me and spoke to me which was the, I find myself oftentimes just trying. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm gonna give it a try. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a good old go, right? Mm. And then I kind of laughed at myself because I've had this liner of like, tryings for losers. Hmm. <laughs> Winners win. Yeah. You know, I tried to win. Well, you didn't, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. hey, all that matters is you gave it the good college try. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, and so um, that like really pushed on me and challenged me of how many things am I just trying and trying and trying and then getting honestly quite exhausted about because it doesn't yeah. see results Yeah, that I, helps push me into yeah. newness, life change, development, growth, all of the things that God does want for you. And that yeah. comes from the richness and fullness of yeah. him. So where I was actually going with that is um, that made me go back to a conversation we were having last year which is that whole conversation about the fruit of the spirit mm. and what's not. That was definitely on my things. mind this whole time. Yeah. yeah. So hold on check this out. I got a Bible on my phone. Uh Oh, here we go. Oh, no. Bible time, pulling out the verses. Yeah. So in Galatians five, starts in 16 says, but I say, walk by the spirit yeah. and you will not gratify to the desires of flesh. That's exactly what you were saying. Mm-hmm. So that's why yeah. I love it. It was, it was so challenging 
of and so such a great reminder of walk by the spirit and the more you walk by that the desires for habitual behavior mm-hmm. right will slowly go away which was even last well, they'll year's, reorder uh, themselves in the correct order like that was my point like desires being good right and like some of those of things will change yeah. like we had talked about last week and you had mentioned it of neural pathways of mm-hmm. the green the, the grass starts to grow back when you're yeah. not walking across it and it begins to heal itself yeah continues it says for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit hmm. they're against the spirit that's that's intense yeah um and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh for yeah. they are opposed to each other to keep you from doing things you want to do. Hmm. I don't know if I've ever like really grasped completely of like, these are actually an opposition of one another. Yeah. They're fighting against one. And you're literally choosing, you're choosing to try, hmm. which yeah. will fail. Well, that's the, we all do masters. that. Willpower yeah. just is only going to get you so far. Right. Yeah. Your own strength. Sorry, I'll I'll be quiet. No, I love it. I just thought of something that I didn't want to say just in case somebody was listening to this morning that I saw on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> but it was okay. like a post that they posted and I thought, ah, oh, that's funny. Yeah. I don't need to I don't need to say it. <laughs> but it was along these lines. Rabbit hole too. number two. No, it was along these lines, but then I realized, oh, I don't want to say something bad. Yeah. So that's just where I think no, I love gluttonous it. behaviors happen, habitual things yeah. that are unhealthy come into play is because we just allow it because our willpower um just isn't strong enough i We're didn't not strong enough i didn't say it necessarily i think it was between the lines but i didn't come out and say it. and as you're talking right now one of the points that i was making was like Pete, the reason we don't begin these things or the reason we don't give them weight is because we don't believe that God actually cares about our happiness. And we're saying stuff. That's kind of what we cling to. He just wants to take stuff away. Mm. And then I talked about the practices in this lifestyle of worship and how this actually is a difficult thing, but we have to take next steps. That's how we grow. It's about dying daily, resting in him, right. not just failing and, and settling like, Oh, I gave it a try. Um, but the tension of it will be difficult, but it's, you're going to have help from, from God. This isn't something that you have to do yourself. Mm-hmm. But when you surrender and you say, you know what? I want to be closer to you, God. I want to have a deeper relationship with you. And I'm choosing to seek you. He's meeting you there too. He's going to carry you probably further than you're going to get on your own. But no, that wasn't probably. something. It's not even a problem. Well, yeah, sorry. He will carry you far, further than you'll go on your own. Yeah. Um, but the I, I as I was listening to you talk, I was thinking too, like, I don't want people to think that this is going to be on you only. Like you have to read your Bible. You have to pray. You have to listen to God. He's also strengthening you and giving you the way to do these things when you can't do it yourself. Yeah. See, Kirk, I'm just trying to fix everything you did say <laughs> yesterday. Oh, this is so great. Now I can make sense <laughs> of what I said. <laughs> We're just cleaning some stuff up. Just great. Making, yeah. Yeah. Next let's keep cleaning it up. Remember so anyway, next steps. what's your next step? <laughs> I said this wrong. So fix this. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, Man, really good, but yeah, to to understand that not only are we just making decisions because we make our own decisions, but mm. that there's actually things fighting against us. Mm-hmm. Whether, um, I, well, it goes back to the whole original idea. Like we're broken people. Yeah. So like, there's grace in that mm-hmm. to understand that. Why would be we be confused or upset when we're just broken people acting broken? Right. Yeah. Not an excuse though, mm. but what happens when something's broken? You work hard to fix it, mm-hmm. right? And it's a continual process of fixing it. Nothing stays new and fresh over time. Um, you know, you you have seasons, et cetera, et cetera. We can get into all kinds of yeah. rabbit holes For sure. with that. But giving yourself some grace and then understanding on how you keep good, regular rhythms with worship can, I think, actually help us identify some of the things that we um, aren't willing to just name and call out, yeah. right? And we just before the podcast started started this conversation with one another of um, seeking first um, the kingdom feels like a sacrifice, hmm. like or it can, yeah. That whole idea, like I just said, of what what like really stirred in my heart and in my mind when I was listening to what you were talking about was like I said this whole idea of this life is about dying daily, not trying daily. Um, but that feels like even beyond sacrifice is like, you're missing out. Yeah. Like I'm missing out on something now. And you know, it's this discipline, which then leads itself into 
how disciplined can you stay because there's willpower involved where you don't have enough willpower. This is why lots of things don't work and um, just on you alone. This is where you can get into really great rhythms of I'm weak in this area. God, you're strong. I'll talk about that in just a minute. But a really powerful thing that I'm starting to try to really focus on is some grace for myself and to stop feeling like I'm sacrificing and it's more of a surrendering rather than a sacrifice, hmm. which changes my language to in anything that when it, that's in fullness. Um, you know, you mentioned hoarding. You could have mentioned a bunch of things. You could have yeah. mentioned playing video games. You could have mentioned, yeah, you mentioned a handful of things. Yeah. But if you were shifting your time to seek first the kingdom of God, and to grow in that way um, and to leverage that rather than saying, I can't do this or I can't, have I can't right f- now. I have to seek the kingdom of God. I can't go play my video games cause I have to go right. Like focus on God right now. Yeah. yeah what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Um, shift your language to, I don't like, yeah. I don't do that until I do this. Yeah. Like you could set up a practice in your life of you don't, do something in your day until you do until you seek. It's God. such an ugly conversation too. When you like, as you're talking about it, not that you're saying anything wrong. I'm just like, man, how bad and broken are we as people that God has literally promised that he will give us life to the full. He has literally promised everything we're seeking. You just read the fruit of the spirit passage. All of that stuff is what we want more than anything. Yeah. And we're saying, all right, God, I'm going to seek you first because that's what you told me to do. No, it like stresses us yeah. out because we feel like we're missing out yes, on something. Because the world is having so much fun around us and we think like, well, they figured it out. But, but then no, we get tired that we're in the same old rhythms over yeah. and over again. And we know in the heart of hearts, it's not producing anything that's good for us. And he wants something good for us. I mean, we literally can have a selfish conversation of God wants good for you. Yeah. And you he don't trust him. good You're, for you. Yeah. And instead, we're so worried that he won't give us good enough. Hmm. And so we continually fill ourselves with things that make us feel good, but it's so minuscule. It's so, um, has no longevity to it. Yeah. And we get so afraid. There's no satisfaction in it. Yeah. Yeah. We get so afraid uh, that we're, that we'll start, that we're going to miss out. Yeah. It just really is a missing out thing. Like a little FOMO. Yeah, I, so we were just talking about this. I mean, it's the long game. Hmm. Yeah. Like, no one wants to play the long game. I don't want to play the long game. It freaks me out. I feel like I mourn about it. I, like, literally grieve about missing out on things because my mind has told me this is this is what we love. But you, but what you were talking about, too, before this, like, the rationalization of that. We have this, this fear of missing out. We have this FOMO of... Well, first, before that, you have this vision, man. Two years from now, John, no, this is what I want for two I can years. See, I can see yeah. my uh, my my best life. I yeah. can see it, but, but right it's the now, work getting yeah, there. Yeah. Your systems the are perfectly to... designed to get you the results you're oh getting. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, totally. But and so it's finding productive ways. So we talk about next steps, hmm. shifts, like mm-hmm. saying instead of saying, um, I'll give you like a really generic one because we just talked about this. But inst- someone says, here's some cookies. Do you want these cookies? And you're trying to live your best life when it comes to gluttony, right? Mm. Yeah. Instead of saying, I can't have those, right? Yeah. You switch it to be like, oh, I don't eat cookies. You talked about this with the dessert. Yeah. I don't eat dessert. If you're out there listening, I don't eat dessert. Right. You could. I could. I don't actually like it that much. Yeah. It's actually a taste thing. I'd rather have salty or pasta or Okay, something. whatever. Give me an example <laughs> of something that you actually like. But you know that isn't healthy for you, the things that make you full. It could be a, a number of things. It could be, like you talked about, shoes or fashion. Yeah. Of T-shirts with weird words on them. Check it out, right? Here, check this out. I don't, um, I don't own any more than three pairs of shoes. Not, I can't own any more You're than three an pairs animal. of shoes. No, no, d- well, here, listen That's not this. true, right? <laughs> for, for me or for you <laughs> i know my heart it's not true <laughs> okay so you're talking about the fullness of stuff you, you could do the other things too like i can't come over right now because i haven't done this or i haven't mm-hmm. spent time with god or i haven't done this or you know you could do yeah. it instead of of 
oh, I actually don't go out until I've made sure this has happened today. Yeah. Oh, I don't. That's how you have to do it with exercise, right? I don't. I don't eat lunch until I've gone on a run or whatever it is. It's I mean, so ugly when you look at it. It could be. I feel like so often in life we we say I can't. That's the thing, and we don't end up actually saying no until we are forced to say no. So like that's where a diet sets in. But if we originally lived the way God intended us to by saying no to things because we're trying to say yes to the best thing, like having life in him, we wouldn't need to be there. We end up having to say that we can't. Whereas if we would have just had the discipline to say, no, I, I have restraint. I, I don't need 20 pairs of shoes because that's not the best life for me. Until then, finally, you don't have room for all this stuff and you have to begin saying, I can't. I have a problem now. I have to get rid of this. Yeah. I So here, real quick, like with the food stuff, I mean, I can talk about this. Like, well, it's not, it, that's one of my roller coasters. Yeah. Is, um, is, is stuff. <laughs> yeah. Sharing, right? No, it's weight uh, and what that looks like. And so, you could look at it. It's really eye-opening when you say, um, "Wait, I can't have bread." Like, not even just the sh- you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, it changes a lot when you let yourself go. Well, I can have bread. I don't eat bread. Yeah. Um, giving your mind and your soul per- that type of permission rather mm. than the missing out helps you make other stronger decisions. And it, then it gets beyond willpower, and then it becomes to, I don't do this, God. I don't do this because I want my best life, and I need to fix these things, and you're telling me I need to fix these things. And so right now, that I don't feel super weak. Like, yeah. I am struggling, Yeah. right? And that's when you get to say, I'm super weak right now. Mm-hmm. I need you. I need yeah. you to be my strength. I need you to be my strength mentally. I need you to be my strength emotionally. I need you to be my strength physically. Mm-hmm. I need you to be my strength um, spiritually. Um, and then that shifts as well. Yeah. That shifts from like this week. God, I am weak in this. I need you to give me strength. Yeah. Not I can't. I don't do this because this is what you want for me because you want this for me. And I so badly want it for myself. And then there's times when it's a daily thing. Today, I am feeling very weak. God, will you be my strength? Just recognizing that and taking that step into things is work in itself. That's yeah. seeking the kingdom first. Just saying that. Yeah. You don't even have to do those. That's like a great baby step. Then when that gets tough, it's down to hours. Mm-hmm. Then it's minutes. It could be seconds because you're just sitting there going, I have no more willpower. I am not strong right now. I'm going to break back into whatever that thing is in my life. That makes me happy and feel good. That's gluttonous to fill myself up yeah. with something else that ultimately isn't going to give me a great result, which by the way, leads into all of the other sins that we've already talked about, yeah. including anger, which we haven't yet. Right. Yeah. And, and then, um, that switch to, that's a really beautiful seeking the kingdom first. Um, just those are two big, I would say shifts of, Take care. I can't to, I don't. Uh, and a great way, like you were talking about to work, that's worshiping God. Yeah. God, I am weak. I need you. Yeah. I'm worshiping you because I'm looking to you for my strength, not the stuff. Well, you think about the... it too in that passage in, in Corinthians 6, like think of it like your stomach. Literally think of this like your stomach when you say, I'm going to go on a diet right now. I'm saying no. Choosing to say no, not that I'm forced to say no now. I am choosing no. I don't. Not I can't. I don't. But then that that pain that comes in, like we said, it's going to be difficult to start this. That's why we feel this struggle. But when you first start this diet, when you first start saying no to something, that's when your your stomach's grumbling because you're creating room in here. But the difference is being now this this Holy Spirit who lives in you, you're giving him room to expand. Now he can stretch his arms. Now he can move around and do his jazzercise, whatever you want to think of. Like he has room to move and work in you. But until we first say no to things and say, I have to clear out, I have to give him some room, that's he he's not gonna do that. Like he wants you to engage in this relationship with him. That's the abiding that we talk about all yeah. the time. So he has room. I think, I think personally, just sharing from a personal basis, 
this sin is probably what I struggle with the most, and it's not even connected to food necessarily. It's the one I do too. I think most people hundred percent. That. That's why this one it it rocks my world. Mm-hmm. Like it's I, I literally grieve thinking about how tough this yeah. is and the habits. And you, know, you can talk to so many people, and you'd be like, um, you would ask them something that they regularly do to cut out, and they'd be like, oh no, no way. Yeah unwilling to give that up my personality like in i general could say to you along hey, these lines i'm i'm constantly you love collecting and you love coffee stuff. i love coffee you love good coffee you I love, love great over. coffee you actually come into the office grind your beans and do your own pour over one of these days i'll roast my beans in the office and then i'll know i have a real problem such a hips like you're so cool yeah, oh my I know, gosh i know so anyways <laughs> but what if i was to tell you hey don't have coffee ever again you would say I don't know if I can do that. I gotta that. think about how I'm gonna function. Actually, I don't even do it for the functionality. I just whatever. Really I'm just like giving it. you an example, but those I are know, the things I'm that we grieve about because we're going. Well, I've put so much worship and security and comfort and name a thousand other things yeah. that the the weight that that is carrying, and you're letting that be the weight because that's just like I've got to have an out. I got to have a safe place. That's the habitual gluttonous parts of us. It, it turns that into can an become unhealthy. Like yeah. It's great. You love coffee. Love coffee. Drink yeah. it. It's all good. But when you're unwilling, yeah, to give to it up. give up something to be healthier, and I'm not saying that this is. I'm giving you just an example. No, I love it. But but um, you know, I could say, you know, right now, like, hey, you're not ever gonna eat bread again. If I have a dietary restriction where I can't eat pasta anymore. Yeah, that will legitimately be the hardest thing I've gonna I will have encountered in my life. It scares you. Yeah, I'm terrified of that because, you, but I also eat it so much that I, there's more fear involved in it because like I don't want to form a gluten allergy. I don't, and I'm afraid of losing it. But I'm overindulging in it, and it's 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 bad life. Super honest, golly, I'm sharing way too much of myself. I feel like today. No, this is super honest. Um, so I have diabetes. I've had it for four years have it because of my weight you know how gross my issue with habits and fear of different securities is is that becoming diabetic which is a disease that can actually kill me Hmm. and slowly is right risk of a thousand other things it rocked me it shocked me i grieved about it um and then just it wasn't enough it hmm. wasn't enough to like actually make me shift lifestyle, even though it was it was extreme. For for a yeah. moment, it was like, oh yeah, okay, I got to figure this out because I don't want this. This isn't good. Um, and I did it to myself. Yeah. Some people didn't. You yeah. know, there's this thing I'm giving you my own personal thing. Yeah. And um, that scares me in itself. Of like, wow, your how baseline weak to survive has been raised so high. Yeah. How weak can't... am I that I'm like, well, I'm gonna just still have some of these other things and it just is what it is. Mm. And I'm going to like shove it in the closet, deny it, yeah. act like it's not there. You know, like there's times where it's like, uh, I've gone to a doctor appointment. How's your sugars? <laughs> if I was going to be really honest with you, I haven't checked them for like a month. <laughs> what? Yeah. You have a disease that could kill you. You should be managing this stuff because that's, what's going to make you healthy. But habitual things in our life, um, cause us, to stuff things that are more important that will allow us to live our best life that allows us to be healthy that allows us to be everything God wants us to be. Um, they'll overwrite it Mm -hmm. like in the moment because we don't want to play the long game. Yeah. Right. I could get rid of, I'm actually am thankful. I could put diabetes in hibernation. You can't cure it, but I could put it in hibernation. I could. And it's pathetic. Like if I'm just straight up with you guys, I mean, geez Louise. Yeah. I'm not trying to make you think less of me, but you can just see that I'm a broken person too. It's pathetic. The unwillingness at times to invest into that for the long game. Just like I said, when we talked in the beginning, man, I could see myself in two years and I should, and there's weight and there's responsibility and I need to get my junk together. And I think that's part of this whole conversation we've been having for the last six weeks. Mm -hmm. We need to get our junk together. Yeah. We got to get it together. And there's just, and it's not huge steps. It's little teeny steps that are going to like make impactful. It's, it, it's going to, it's going to change our lives. It mm-hmm. literally will transform us, not just spiritually, but physically, mentally, emotionally. And, um, we're so willing to miss out 
The little step that I took. You're so last, willing to miss out. Oh yeah, absolutely. The little step that I took in the last six months was the same thing. Like I'm frustrated. I'm not growing. I'm not doing this. My systems are perfectly designed to give me the results I'm getting. I love that saying. I wanted to be an intelligent guy who just knows all this stuff. And I have these people in my life that I respect and they're always posting their books on Instagram and they're doing this. And, and I'm, I hate reading more than anything. Well, I, I did. And then I said, you know what? I've literally sat here for years. I could show you in my journal that I do at the end of every year and New Year's Eve where I journal out, this is my year. This is where I want to go in the next year. Here's a list of five things I want to be about in the next coming year. Almost every single year had a certain amount of books that I wanted to read. I never read even close to that number of books. And then six months ago, around that time, I said, enough's enough. You're going to force yourself to no, read. No, but wait, wait, wait. Just pause real quick. But you probably tell yourself, well, I mean, I tried. No, not even. I knew I failed so okay. hard. <laughs> so let's just be honest, though. Most yeah. of the time you can find stuff where you'll still give yourself yeah. too much grace of like, well, I, I tried. You kind of, you, you made the effort. You wrote it in your journal. Well, when we're talking about New Year's stuff, I mean, that's the whole deal with New Year's resolutions. This is the first go, series of the year, Like, man. I tried. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. It's so hard. The, uh, all of this is such hard work. Yeah. But we can find baby steps. Like that whole step of, I'm weak right now. Yeah. I need your strength. It's a great first babysit. It's like a breath prayer. Yeah. You don't need to start out just doing like praying all the time, never ceasing because oh. you went from zero to hero. Just say, into thy hands. Yeah. Just breathe that out. Anytime like you're getting angry, you know, we're jumping ahead yeah. to anger or you're frustrated with the situation or your kids bite, biting back at you or yeah. you're trying to breathe it out. A breath prayer is a great way to seek first the kingdom of God and let it go and to surrender and just say, into thy hands in your head. Yeah. Just a breath prayer, into thy hands. Somebody cut you off into thy hands. Let's let it roll right off of me and the change that it makes. And it's hard, hard work. And then it grows on that. And you talked about that a little bit. Like start with a little step. Yeah. And then it'll grow. Like you're not going to just read the Bible in a month. Yeah. You know, like start with a verse. Start with Maybe don't even start trying to read it in a year. Like that three chapters a day is pretty daunting as well. Like just, I I was just reading this morning in a book about uh, the practice of reading scripture. Like this practice that we should be doing, but... And even in this book. Well, we talked about that a lot last week Yeah, as well. in this practice, she's like, don't start with the read the Bible in a year with three chapters a day because that's pretty daunting. And you're going to start checking it off the list and you're going to, you're not getting anything. That's what we talked about last yeah. week is it, is it becomes more of like, uh, we got to check it off the list. Yeah. Just start with not... a small passage and chew on it. And, right. Yeah. No, I, I have loved you so You really much. actually started talking a lot of the... Um, the the facets of spiritual formation. Yeah, you mentioned solitude, yeah, silence, yeah, I did. fasting. That's where I've been for a year now, trying to figure that's, that out in my life. That's the exact class, by the way, that we're yeah. doing with Northgate U is spiritual formation, just tools. I have been studying these and implementing them in my life, and like the growth that I've seen, is, so rich. It's, it's I love it, and even I was just Me talking too. with with Megan. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I was just talking to Megan Friedman about it too. I've been establishing a a more significant solid prayer life and I've studied a little bit of prayer and what that would look like and this whole idea of like God literally says, knock at the door, be annoying, just keep knocking at this door and that feels weird to me. So I started in the last, I think it's been two weeks now where instead of praying in my mind and there were other reasons like spiritual warfare reasons, I thought I only ever pray in my mind and I have a my mind is so overactive that I go on all these tangents, these rabbit trails. So I'm just praying to my mind and I'm losing my thought and a song pops in. So I thought, you know what? The next step for me, the next way that I'm going to go deeper in my relationship with God, I'm going to actually pray out loud when I start this prayer life. I'm sitting in my in my bathroom praying out loud because that's where I pray. And I was like, it's, it's a little weirder, but I'm not losing my train of thought anymore. I'm not going on rabbit trails because I'm having a real conversation. And that, oh, I love it. Like these little things that I get to take a next step forward. Isn't it funny though? Like even when you're saying that, I'm just thinking about how many people are listening and the, the, we could come up with a, a dozen yeah. other examples of the, that. We can be like, wow, that's so good. Oh my gosh. That scares me to death. I couldn't do that. I can't do that. Well, the interesting thing about it, as I say it is like, I can sit here and talk about how good it is to have a prayer life. But if I was to get on stage and say, you need to have a, a, like a verbal vocal prayer life, pray out loud. That's not in the Bible. It's just a thing where you realize this is what the kind of person I am. These are the things I struggle with and I'm annoyed with it. Like I, when you keep finding these things in your life, these spiders keep popping up. I'm annoyed that my mind is not under control yet. I want to get there. I want to be able to have silence in my mind, but right now I can't do it. So how am I going to combat that? I'm just going to talk out loud because it's less likely that I'll lose my train of thought out loud. 
And that's the, that's the whole idea of these practices. Like find what works for your personality right now. If you are a great reader, yeah, maybe you can start with three chapters a day. Right. But some people aren't that. Maybe start with one verse. Well, and so here's sacrifice. There's a lot of people who are readers, right? Yeah. And I've talked to a lot of readers who um, don't read um, for their own growth, spiritual growth, mm. s- scripture, uh, some other devotional, challenging book, um, theology, whatever it may be. Instead of saying, um, well, if I do that, I can't read the book that I really want to read. Mm. Switch it to, I don't read my narrative or this book that I'm super enjoying. I don't read that until I've read yeah. something else. Yeah. You know, it's the whole idea of this. Like, sorry, I've made full circle back to this. I just really think it's a powerful tool. <laughs> and now you're laughing at my powerful no, tool. No, I love your, I love it. This is great. Power Keep tool. <laughs> Black and Decker, not a sponsor. So, in, and I, th- I think you get this of like, you know, you fill your, we fill ourselves up with what the world is screaming at us oh, yeah. before the whispers of God mm. speak to us in the morning. You know, you open up your phone, email or Facebook or Instagram or news yep. that's doing nothing for you. Yeah. You know, like flip on the television and you catch the news for the morning. You just, just turn on the, the noise on right away. Whatever it is. Yeah. Instead of saying, um, I can't, I can't read this today. Or how about you just uh, get rid of that? I can't. We could make space by just saying, I don't look at social media. I don't let the screams of the world because it will scream all day and it mm-hmm. screams loud. You can't stop it. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a faucet that is continually on 24 hours a day. Now, yeah. there's no waiting. That's why the newspaper has gone away, unfortunately, is because yeah. you've already got the enough. news. Yeah. You got the news. It's old news the next day. You've mm. moved on, right? Where before, just move slower. Well, this is the reality. This is the world. But saying... I don't participate and listen to the screams that are going to happen until I've been quiet and still to hear the whispers from God, to seek first the kingdom of Give God. Give him the first room. Let him, let, let's, let's see what's going to happen first here. The, the thing that... What if you him, took your 10 minutes and you yeah. just said, here's my 10 minutes, and maybe it's actually doing nothing but practicing mm. silence and solitude. Maybe it's doing nothing but reading a quick devotional about something. Yeah. Maybe it's doing nothing but you can listen to the Bible in the morning. And some days you're going to be like, wow, that was really good. I can chew on that all day. And other days you're going to be like, well, I checked that off. It's, I got nothing, nothing today. That's okay. You did, you did a step. You started your day by seeking first and see what fruit comes out of that. What other habits build out of that? As I was, you know, talking about this, this being full idea, the real, I didn't say it on Sunday. The real thing that was in my mind was the frustration in my own life of, the promise that he will fill you up, but not just to the brim, but overflowing. Like he, your cup will overflow with yeah. him. And I'm thinking, yeah, I barely have enough right now to even recognize that it's in my cup. Like the joy that I'm supposed to have, my cup overflowing with joy, it's it's not even really noticeable in the cup. Now, is that because God's not filling me with joy? Or have I already filled the cup before he, I even let him start filling anything in here? Yeah, there's I'm, no room. Yeah, there's no room for it's him like, to fill um, anything. It's like you put a bunch of ice in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and you, and <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, you put a, a ton of ice in there. Great you, beverage analogy, man. <laughs> and you get uh, you get half the can of Coke in there, but you you just missed out on a whole other half. And of it's cone. watered down when you get it too, and it's just not that good. Uh, oh, that'll preach. All right, here we there go. There you go. There you go. Um, I actually did a lot. It was a youth group years ago. I used to do that. What's your ice? Ooh, yeah, that's that's what. In case of emergency was. contact, yeah, and I talked about I hate ice. Like I, I, I don't. Yeah, I do hate ice. But too. you know, so what? Um, and usually I hate ice because I get less. <laughs> yeah, well, I, it's not that I get less; it's the water down for me. But I agree. Yeah, so many of us, sure. we look at, we've switched that. We look at God as the ice because we don't trust Him for happiness. Uh, so we're like, oh, I'm gonna get less of happiness and less of joy. If I fill up on God, because I'm not going to get that from him. Yeah. He just wants to take away from me. Yeah. Yeah. The reason I brought up is the screams of the world is because, so I have an 11 year old, almost 12. She's in middle school. She has a phone. It doesn't sleep with her. It sleeps in our room. Yes. I just said the phone sleeps in my room. And it's not you put, weird. wait, do you turn it off? Her phone? You can turn, wait, hold on. You can turn a phone off? <laughs> right. So it charges and stays in our room, right? Well, this morning, part of me grieved for my young girl. And then I had to look at myself because I'm waking up, I'm laying in bed, 
First thing she does, she gets up, she kind of says hi, and then she walks right over and grabs her phone and walks out of the room. <laughs> right? Good morning, Dad, but I'm just checking that off so I can pick up my phone. Yeah, and it's like so early. And part of me went like, oh, man. She's already in it. Yeah, and it's totally normal, yeah. but it shouldn't be normal. It's and then everybody. What, what did I do? Guess what I did? I, I like, then I turned from looking at her and then I lifted up my phone and I went <laughs> back to what I was reading and I was reading some new stuff that was like stupid and oh. oddly interesting. But you can't it was, call it her was, out. It's the pot calling the kettle black. No, that's like, that's where I went to of like, man, we just, you just had this conversation yesterday and it was, you know, stern to me. And then yeah. it's those little times like if we, if we just pause, oh man, all back to last week, pause perspective yeah. and gain some Absolutely. perspective and go, oh man. Well, this this is shiftable. It mm. just is, and just willing to do the hard work. Yeah, that's that's the. Can um, you share some really uncomfortable things about yourself? So just I feel like I wasn't alone today. <laughs> I mean, I've been sharing so much about myself in my in my in it's my relationship. My wa- oh my god, it's been beautiful. I I mean, just same way. Mine... Just just because you're worried about pasta or that you have a lot of shoes isn't sharing, John. John, you yeah. Kurt, Kirk, Kirk, man, this is my biggest one too. And I've just been, I love. Get real with me real quick. I love self-examination. So it's something that I've been thinking about for years. Um, I am such an addict to, to stuff. Like I really am. I am, I was a hoarder for years and I've moved so many times that that's allowed me to break off of this. But I have such an addictive personality that I can't, even now, I the last example of me starting to read. Now I'm like an addicted reader, like that's which is ugly. I need bookshelves everywhere. Exactly, like I need that book and that book. Now I have 20 books that I'm not, I haven't even read yet, and my Amazon list is ridiculous, and I've become an addict to that. But it it has hit me mostly financially because I feel like I definitely feel the weight of I cannot be generous the way that I want to be generous because I'm so full of all these other other things. I already bought this keyboard that I put on a credit card that I'm still paying off and I bought this guitar and I bought all of these I bought one vinyl record, but now that turned into how many vinyl records do I have to have because it's a lifestyle to be that kind of guy that's a cool How hipster. many do you have? I think I did the math. I'm probably uh, around $15,000 in vinyl records. Cuz they're not che- they're not cheap. No, yeah, and then could we call that gluttony? 100%. I am, and, and shoes is a good example. Clothing is a good example. Coffee has become that. It's a good example. I used to be happy with a Keurig, and now, no, I got to grind my stupid beans in the office because I'm not getting a good enough <laughs> cup of coffee. And uh, yeah, it's. So, for full circle, is like, I think a lot of us out there can identify yeah. and, and share something, something that's lighthearted or that's really deep and difficult and gross in our life. Yeah. And just, are we willing to do the hard work? And just honestly, we're not strong enough. And yeah. so we have to figure out how to seek first. We just, I don't, I've never met anyone who's accomplished long-term things with just seeking self over and over mm. and over and over again. I mean, it's something else. It just always is. It's the same thing. You can go to a 12-step program. I mean, there, that's, that's where its identity is at, is that there is a bigger, stronger power, which by the way, is God. Yeah. And um, most people who go through that program figure that out is mm-hmm. that I couldn't do this. Yeah. I can't do this. And it's not even with alcohol. It's with all the things we're talking about. Shopping, fashion, food. I So there was an example that I was studying this for this Gambling. message. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to use this guy. He's a Greek philosopher. I wanted to tell some of his story, but I really could not wrap my mind around the concept of him. And I just wanted to tease it out. But... Looking in my life at the gluttony that I have in all of these areas and how disgusted I am, because when it boils itself down, it's that I don't trust God, that he cares about my joy. He doesn't care about my life, really. That's what it boils down to. Or we don't trust him with our dirty little secret. Yeah, so I have to find it on my own I'm and all this stuff. That's what it looks like for me. Good coffee is how I'm going to experience joy. Multiple pairs of shoes. Being the guy that looks cool because he has cool outfits, that's the way I'm going to feel joy. And there was a Greek philosopher uh, named Epicurus who his whole life was devoted to figuring out what makes you happy. How do you find happiness? Mm-hmm. And through the end of it, as he devoted his life to this, not a Christian, he basically discovered the gospel without God, the kingdom without the king, essentially. And I'm like, even this guy who doesn't have God, he doesn't have Jesus, 
found more meaning and happiness the true way through the gospel without God, not correctly. And that's why I'm like still wrestling with it. It's like he even found more and I have Jesus and I'm struggling to find it. Like Mm. I, if anybody should have it, it's us Mm. Christians. We should be the happiest people. We should be the most peaceful people. Mm -hmm. And we're struggling. Like he figured it out and he didn't get to finish it to find the gospel. But it was like, man, this is so convicting to me. And I, I hate so much meeting people who don't believe in Jesus, but have the gospel and have more of the gospel than I do. They mm. believe more grace. They believe more forgiveness. They believe more joy and peace from something. And I'm, I'm wrestling with it. I'm like, but wait a minute. Yeah. Sometimes more, more generous, yeah. more compassionate, Yeah, which is, which is obnoxious when we say like, you know, you can only have it this way. And then you see other people that are just better people and you know that they don't know yeah, Jesus. Absolutely. Yeah, it was, uh, it's very convicting for me this week, this last few weeks studying it. Cause I know, and I've known it for a long time. Yeah. Um, but it was, it's just a, this is a dirty one. And, and I, I, I talked about this it. weekend. I, I super hated it. Yeah. I talked about this one. It's the reason this one's so dangerous is it's the habit of all of the other sins. Like they all link together. This wants to take your pride, your greed, your envy, your lust, and it's going to make it into a habit for you to where you're yeah. a slave to it. Yeah, and I, we talked about this beforehand. Like, today is day one. Yeah, for a lot of things for me that I've decided that I don't, and I've got to shift it. Yeah, let it be day one for a lot of us. Like, Man, let's all get so here. good today. This was really good. Come on. All right, this weekend we got a lot of fun planned. Hey, anger. <laughs> Have you ever been angry before? You ever? Oh. How about this one? I'll, I'll tease this just a real quick second. You ever been put into a? a boat or a club that you didn't sign up for Mm. and been angry about it. Yes. Okay. I was really short. I didn't like that. Sorry. It's more to come. Be there or be square. Ooh. What is, what is, what is that saying? Come next week. Well, let's unpack that. Be there or be square. Yeah. Cause the square was an insult. Like, Oh, the kid's a square. (laughs) You're yellow. You're yellow. I'm not yellow. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, friends. Make sure you hit subscribe. Love you guys a lot. Hey, yeah. and uh, we're doing this together. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I, I've said this before, at least you can sometimes leave these podcasts and say, I think at least I'm not as bad as that guy. <laughs> Today, <laughs> Kurt we, we got is there. pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Oh, man. People in process. Hey, let's keep taking next steps and pursuing God and seeing how he's going to continually transform homes our communities in this world they're in the vision in there i love it that's what what it's i believe it it's all about it yeah we live it hey thank you so much for being here we will uh we'll talk we'll talk to you next week yeah boy love you